Hello. Hello. Um, if they hit any weird noises this episode, um, we got a new kitten. So it'll just be them. They're shut in the office with us. Yeah. So. They're currently in a box with loads of packing in it. Yeah, uh, and scrabbling about. Yeah. Will, like, willingly in a box. Yeah, not, yeah, no, they're not shut in it. They put <laughs> themselves in there. Yeah. <laughs> so they're gorgeous. Like, I don't know, cat, cat, that's cool. Cat, cat. I know, the vet asked me, the vet, when I registered in the vet, they're just like, and what sort of cat are they? <laughs> I, I don't know, they're just a cat. cat. I think that's just like a domestic tabby, isn't it? I think it's, typically, actually, I think he's down as a British short-haired. Even though he's got long hair. It's not like long, long hair, is it? Like, think of like, I suppose, Dr. Yeah. Evil's long hair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. So, if He's you hear any, Alfie, that's the cat. Yes. Not the cat speaking and saying, Alfie, but that's us to the cat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's been a week. I've also got um, my injections today for Costa Rica, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they are affecting me. Yeah. My arm is very sore. Yeah, you're only using one arm. So, And I couldn't have the rabies jab that they recommend because there's a shortage of rabies jabs. So. Yeah, so just you have to run away if any monkeys or dogs or that whatever was, come towards you. That was the nurse's advice. She was just like, there's no point giving you the rabies one because we've got a shortage of it you won't complete your course so just um don't go near any animals even though you're going to the rainforest to go on like monkey walks and yep. stuff um unless they're an elephant in which case she said elephants are fine well yeah you like, <laughs> well, you're not gonna get like savaged by an elephant that's got rabies are you no her thing was they've got tusks and stuff so they will just likely either gore you yeah, to death exactly. or you'll be able to move out the way yeah i've never seen an elephant like savaging somebody <laughs> with rabies yeah. cujo with i don't know dumbo instead <laughs> what was the um general elephant in the jungle bit called oh there was a um all right pops to the yeah. um, general elephant i i mean sir i think was he just called like major or general that's or it major major yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i love the jungle book oh yeah and i i got here after having to call the police on some of my neighbors who were out in the street having a screaming match so that was interesting today that's the first time i've rung the police on anyone what do you do you just like there's a domestic or... yeah well that's why i tried to ring you first <laughs> so i was like do you think that this means i should ring the police and what do i say and then you're like uh, okay she's not answering <laughs> yeah. what do we say on the podcast yeah. ring the police yep <laughs> so i rang them and yeah i was just like i I rang 101 because I was yeah. like, and said to them, like, I don't think this is an emergency for like 999, but there are some people having a verbal altercation outside. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I said, you know, it was physically aggressive when I uh, was walking up to my house and then I've, it's been very verbally aggressive since Ooh, then. Not yeah. fun. No. I went to the dentist yesterday and there were some drunks in the street having a bit of a burning. Oh. And it was just like, mm. That's, yeah. The place just is going to the... Stressful. Yeah. Mm. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like, like when people are being aggressive like that. Anyway, it makes me really anxious yeah, that they're I just going to so start on, on you. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It's I like, was like... I don't want to be here. I'm not looking. Yeah. I am... I was, like, ringing the police in the furthest room away from the front of the house because I was like, I don't want them to hear me ringing the police yeah. and then, like, have... Target you. Yeah, and come at the house or something. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. But burning the potato seed. But, yeah. It was something to do with, like, I think... Because there was one woman and, like, three or four men. And 
when she's I was... not being trafficked, right? It's not like this no. pimp ring. No, they had her dog. I think one of the men was her ex or something. Because when I was walking up That's to the house... That's really intimidating, yeah. like, a woman with then three... Yeah. That's the thing. I was walking up to the house and I could hear screaming and shouting. Yeah. And then I saw like one of the guys, he like had his arms around her like a bear oh, hug. Oh god, that's like, horrible. wrestling with her. Oh. And she was like screaming at him to let go and to go away. And I was like, okay, something's not going well here. No. And then, yeah, there were like three of them and one of them was being really like kind of trashy and had his like top off and everything oh. and I was like oh come on people. it's not even that warm anymore no exactly and even if it is like I'm sorry even if you're wearing like a bikini top down the street people look at you weird yeah you all these blokes walking around with literally no tops on exactly yeah um and she was yeah like screaming at them to give her her dog and no, they were like I hope the dog's okay as well in the end she did get the dog back and I saw her going down the street with the dog but okay it was really horrible because they brought yeah. the dog out and then I saw her like saying hello to it and then they like picked it up to go back inside and she tried to like wrestle the dog off them and it was just like, oh my God, this oh, is no. horrible. Yeah. And then they were like screaming like swear words at her and telling her to like give F-R. one of the people's like bank cards back and then they'd give her the dog or whatever and it was like, what the fuck what is, is going, going on? on? It was just a dumpster fire. It was Oh, and it's made me even more <laughs> desirous to move out of where we live as soon as we can <laughs> into the countryside again, <laughs> into a nice quiet village. I don't love living in a town anyway. No. And, uh, yeah, this made me feel even more like... It was a house that I've always been a bit like, mm, that house is a bit dodgy <laughs> anyway. And now it's made me even more like, I, I'm going to look forward to moving off this street. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, there oh, we go, guys. Yeah. My brush with the law today. I was like messaging my friend who's training to be a police officer. Like, like, what do, what I, do I, do? I do? What do I say? Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But anyway. that's, that's you caught up with our goings on. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. We've been rambling at you but oh, I'm just <laughs> carry on rambling to be fair <laughs> I finished writing this at so late last night yeah I I was asleep because I'm old when I woke <laughs> up this morning I saw a message from you saying like I think I finished it in like yeah I don't know whatever time it was and it was getting on for midnight so yeah if it goes a bit to shit at the end that is why <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, this week we are covering a case that I briefly mentioned before when we did Israel Keys. Okay, because it's so. not, I know that you've told me it's not either of the cases that I thought you were doing no. one of. So <laughs> I needed a case that just grabbed me and the other ones were being a bit of a slog. So I was just like, you know what, scrap them, put them on the back burner. Yeah, you have to be in the, you ha- it has to be like the right moment for the case you're doing yeah otherwise you get research and writer's block it's yeah. awful so this is the double murder at the pinnacle lake trail oh okay yeah. okay so the pinnacle lake trail is near granite falls in washington state mm-hmm. so uh dive right into it um it was a normal Tuesday on the 11th of July, 2006. Mm-hmm. So that's what, I don't know, like what, 18 years ago? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think so, yeah. No. Yes. Yes. It's 2022. Yeah. yeah. 18 okay. years. Yeah. <laughs> it may be good like, at English, 2006. but 
No, 16 years. Because 10 years would take it to yeah, 2016. Yeah, 16 and then, years. Yeah, yeah I knew yeah. something wasn't right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not good at maths, but... It's close <laughs> Gaslighting me. No. Not that I'm making light of gaslighting, by the way. There was an um, apartment block um, that was going up that we drove by that was going to be called Gaslight. Oh, they changed the name of it. Thank God, to the lantern now. But yeah, I was just Gaslight like, apartments. seriously, you cannot call the apartment blocks that. Gaslight, That's Jesus. So yeah, fun. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Mary Cooper and her daughter Susanna Studden, um, mm. they fatefully decided to go for a hike this day. Mm. So just a bit about them. Um, Mary was fifty-six. Mm-hmm. And she was a librarian in an elementary school. Oh, so like primary nice, school. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Right, that's quite a nice job. I know. She had a bachelor's degree in education, which she okay, fine. Good. Mm. And then two years prior, so 2004, um, she'd actually gone on to get her master's in library and information science. Oh, my like, God. I didn't actually know that that was no, a thing. No, go like, Mary. I've got my master's in librarianism. Oh, did you not know that that's a thing? No. Oh, yeah, you have to have that to be a librarian. No, you don't. Yeah, librarians are like a proper, no. like, um, really qualified job. Really? You can't just be a librarian. But it's putting books on a shelf. No, it's not. I'm getting just so oh much hate from anyone who's it a librarian. It really isn't. <laughs> so, no, Do they have exams on the Dewey Decimal System? There are lots of different systems, so like not everywhere uses Dewey Decimal. What? I don't think. Yeah. What? That's the thing. It's like a proper like you have to really like study to be a, a official librarian. I can see Hermione Granger having done that. Yeah. More than her Minister of Magic job. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> she could have been the next like Madame Pince. But was she that's the librarian? The librarian. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like blank. Wow. <laughs> Me and your eldest child are disappointed in you. <laughs> I love Harry Potter, but I yeah drew a blank on the librarian's <laughs> name. Um, so yeah, Susanna. Um, she had just turned twenty-seven the previous week. Oh god, she Bless was her. young. Yeah, your age. Two years younger than me. Okay. <laughs> I wish I was her age. Um, <laughs> I miss being younger. <laughs> So she was one of three daughters. So she had two younger sisters, mm-hmm. Alyssa and Joanna. Okay, I like the name Alyssa. I know. It seems quite modern compared to then Joanna I and was Susanna. I thinking that, yeah. yeah. And also Joanna and Susanna rhyme, but Alyssa doesn't. No. The parent, like, yeah. you got to think of those things yeah. when you name your children. Exactly. <laughs> My um, fiancé's youngest sister, so the middle child, she is always very upset because Troy's sister, Amy... She is Amy Amber, and Troy is Troy Trafford. I'm sorry, Troy, he hates his middle name. (laughs) But Lauren is Lauren Jade. And she's like, why did it... makes no sense. She should have been Lauren something beginning with L. exactly. She's like, why do I not have a, like, alliterating name? Yeah. Because the other two do. It was just like, it's our first, it matters. Mm -hmm. It's our last, it matters. (laughs) Middle child, whatever. You can probably relate. (laughs) You're like, yes, tell me more about my life. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, Susanna was the eldest Mm -hmm. um, and she had a degree in environmental studies. So very like clever. Yeah. Um, and she'd gone on to teach in Nepal. Oh, wow. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then she came back home and got a job that was due to start 
um, after the summer. Oh, um, so she was just having like a really nice summer, like yeah. before her job, spending yeah. time with her mom and. And she was going to, because she was going to be teaching children about nature at like a private school. What a job to have! I know, like, but also like that's such a private school subject. That isn't is, it? yeah, like, <laughs> that's true. Screw geography. We'll have a dedicated nature lesson it'd probably be better for the planet if we did that in all schools well they do it in the girls schools they've learned about recycling and what everything that's got plastic in it and how that's bad and that's really good oh they're like they go to telling me off for like having bubble or chewing gum because she goes that's got plastic and stuff in it and i'm just like get out of here it doesn't and then i looked it up after like being adamant to her (laughs) yeah it does lots of tea bags actually you can't or shouldn't really put them in your compost because they actually have plastic in the um, covering. Oh. Yeah, I know. Didn't even think. No, but, but that's really. But they go to like a nice school as well, yeah, don't they? Nice so, country nice little village, village one. school. So, but, um, Susanna was like all for that. Like she would go and specifically buy things based on their environmental impact, and was like really conscious about Aww. that. Um. So she'd also got, like, this love of hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, she'd grown up hiking with both her mum and her dad, who was called David. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just she just belonged in nature, everyone said. Yeah. Um, which seems to definitely have come from her parents. Aww. Because uh, David um, said that Mary used to say that rain was no reason to stay indoors yeah which is like yeah 100 percent. no such thing as bad weather just bad preparation bad clothing yeah. for it <laughs> yeah. um, and then when mary was a child she was actually one of three sisters as well oh. um and her dad so Susanna's granddad mm-hmm. um he actually took mary and her sisters out for a hike every weekend oh, so then wow. obviously mary went on to do the same with her oh, daughters that's so nice seeing those like little family traditions yeah. and like passions they just loved it um and as i said yeah this passion for nature was just such a part of who susanna was mm-hmm. um she didn't have just a degree and job to do with it but like she also spent all her free time like helping with projects to do like tree planting mm-hmm. and like the stream restoration Aww. and stuff, um, and also bird watching. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like for a twenty-seven-year-old to be like that's a hobby is quite yeah, <laughs> really into it. <laughs> um, and she also met her boyfriend at a class for sustainability. Wow! So just what she like, awesome lived person. and breathed it. Yeah. Um, she also had a roommate mm-hmm. um, when she came back from Nepal, um, and she actually invited her on the hike that she was planning with her mum that oh day. Oh my gosh! Which she passed on because she was like, "No, I've got like a job application that I've got to do. Wow, so I'll do it another oh. time." Either, either that was like such a lucky decision, yeah. or you kind of think if she'd been there, would someone have gone for three people exactly that's what i picked because obviously there's that speculation of was it israel keys Mm -hmm. like and he went for sort of couples and stuff like that and two people it's just like yeah i'm not sure that he would have gone for no three three. people is a lot to one person to subdue yeah so you kind of think it was it a lucky escape or was it like tragic kind of yeah but i just i can't imagine like the questions that you must have being like that that person who survived yeah so 
Yeah, in the days before the hike, because um, they'd been planning it, it wasn't just a like spur of the moment thing. They'd actually been planning it. Mm-hmm. Um, Susanna and Mary had been like talking to everyone about how excited they were for it. Um, Mary, in particular, as well, because being like a school librarian, um, David said that she tended to work a bit beyond the teachers, like making sure that she'd got like all the books ordered and all the yeah. and everything for the next sort of mm-hmm. term. Um, so for her, it was very much that sort of pinnacle, just like, yeah, summer's now starting when yeah. we do this hike. Oh, proper, like, yeah, letting her hair down and yeah, beginning to rest. Exactly. Oh. So their original plan was to hike from a site on the other side of Mount Pilchuck. <laughs> Pilchuck. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Pilchuck, Pilchuck, like, however you say it, but I'm going mm-hmm. for Pilchuck. Cool. Um, but they changed plans. Um, oh. Thought it might have been because of worry that there would still be snow up on the trails. Mm-hmm. Um, the temperature that day was around 21 degrees or 70-ish Fahrenheit. Because all the news reports are in America. Yeah. reported it as 70 degrees. And I'm just like, I was going to say, like, Hold on. what is What's 70 that? degrees? Yeah. <laughs> so it's about 21. So oh, sort okay. of like, Today-ish weather. Yeah, I was going to say today is about 21 degrees. But then I guess they're going up a mountain, like, mm. the snow may not have yeah. melted yet at this point. Which feels crazy with it being the beginning of summer. Yeah. But we just don't get mountain ranges like that in the no, UK. not at all. Um, so yeah, Mary and Susanna then decided that, um, with that possibly being the case, they'd go to the Pinnacle Lake Trail instead. Oh. So, on the morning of the 11th, David, bless him, he warned Mary to still be careful for snow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mary gave him a kiss goodbye, said she'd be home about 4.30, mm-hmm. um, and set off in the family's, like, caravan um, to go and pick up Susanna about yeah. 8 that morning. Oh, so, just a normal just day. Just a normal day. You'd never think twice about that. No. Like, so, Susanna and Mary arrived at the Rugged Mountain Loop Highway, which okay. is, like, so descriptive of yeah. the name. I feel like they have very, um, yeah, very full names for things in America at times. Yeah, Nobby Ru- Rocky, Rocky Knob. Knob Trail, yeah. Rugged Mountain Highway Loop. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. Um, so, they drove along this mountain loop highway mm-hmm. for about 20 miles. Oh, okay. And so they're going a little bit of a way. a little bit away, but it is like proper, if you look at a map of it, it's like proper in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they turned off of that road onto the Pinnacle Lake Road. Mm-hmm. So they continued along this road okay. <laughs> um, to the start of the trail, which was like six miles down the road. Mm-hmm. But it took them an hour just okay. because the road is just so rugged. It's like essentially like, like this dirt track with giant potholes oh my god um, an hour to go six miles that's six miles an hour like you could jog that yeah to be fair i probably would have been tempted to just park the car at the top of it and walk <laughs> which that, you though then when you're doing a hike afterwards. i guess that is adding 12 miles exactly. yeah okay yeah sure <laughs> on to that and like you don't know whether it's like going up in elevation true or, yeah yeah but oh my god God, I'm you're crazy. just having to like crawl. I would get so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'd probably like just boot it down the road. <laughs> yeah. Fuck my car yeah. up. 
because <laughs> I'm just so impatient. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, they got to um, the car park with their car intact. <laughs> yep, they were sensible. <laughs> yep. Uh, at around 10 a.m., mm-hmm. so taking about two hours to do the journey, which doesn't seem that bad when you imagine one hour of that is for six yeah. miles. Yeah. Um, but your brain, like, I feel like I just—it's so mind-numbing to yeah, go that well, slow. No. I don't even know that my car can go that slow. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, in car parks and stuff where it's like five miles an hour, I'm always like, mm, no. but is that really possible? Ten miles an hour seems to be the slowest that you can really yeah, comfortably go. go without being yeah. like, my car's going to stall all the time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, or you sound like you're just a twat, you constantly just revving yeah. it because you're having to take the clutch off. <laughs> yep. Because, you know, we have manuals over here. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, um, they got to the car park anyway, um, and they chatted to another two hikers Mm -hmm. who were a couple. They weren't just two random hikers. So one of them was a retired music teacher. Okay. And then his wife was a doctor. Oh, wow. But I don't think she was retired, so Mm. maybe he was like a trophy husband. Yeah, maybe. You know, he'd gotten to pursue his passion and then retire early. Troy is always saying he would happily be a trophy husband. (laughs) (laughs) A man who lunches. Yeah. That isn't the right alliteration. No. A man who munches. A laddie who lunches. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So, yeah. This couple said that they would have joined Mary and Susanna on their hike if they'd been, like, doing the same route with the same end goal in everything. Oh, if only again. But uh, the music teacher and doctor were actually planning on hiking, like, beyond the lake. Oh. um, And doing, like, those horrible, like, scrambles up bits of the mountain. Oh, no. It just Mm. sounds awful. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I get vertigo. Even when there's no scrambling, but it's just like yeah. really high up on a hill. I no, cannot Same. do it. <laughs> so I oh. would not be there. But then I've got the stupid canopy walks in like three weeks. Yeah, how are you going to do that? I'm literally probably going to have to get completely pissed so that I don't that worry. That is not <laughs> a good idea with something like that. When you we will were... fall off the canopy walk. You will then get bitten <laughs> by a monkey and get rabies. And then, and then eaten by a jaguar. Yeah. <laughs> or a crocodile. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were up in Scotland and we were like doing the camping and hiking to the distilleries. Yeah. We had to cross this like old metal like penny farthing bridge across mm-hmm. this big ass stream to get like to the nearest town. And so we were there. We'd done a few distillery tours. And then we'd had dinner and done, like, drinks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we're crossing this, like, metal bridge across this raging river oh my God. in the dark, tipsy as what the hell. Fuck? And then we were talking to someone who was up from that area. Mm-hmm. And we were talking to them back down here, like, a few months ago. And she was talking to us and she was just like, oh, you went up there, did you? And we mentioned doing this with the little, like, penny bridge and stuff. And she mm-hmm. was just like... I wouldn't cross that at night even if I wasn't pissed. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, oh, okay. I'm going to say, this sounds like a bad idea. (laughs) It's fine, just keep looking straight. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's a good job mum does not listen to the podcast. Yes, it is. Freak out. (laughs) (laughs) But where was I? So, yeah, they were doing the scrambling up. So they parted ways from Mary and Susanna. Mm -hmm. And they, like, left before them because they were, like, running... They, they hadn't got as early a start as they'd wanted. Yeah. 
whereas obviously Mary and Susanna they like had all the time in the world that day yeah just they like just thought a proper like summer. chilled yeah. meandering day which mm-hmm. I love so after they sort of had parted ways and this sort of couple they were talking to that's sort of where the sort of knowledge of what happened pretty much stops oh. so not much is really known beyond this yeah. point Oh, except the outcome exactly. that, yeah. yeah. so the hike Mary and Susanna were on was about four miles long and like a moderate hike okay. but then yeah, they'd far. both been pretty much born hiking yeah was so. it um, four miles altogether or like four miles there four miles back I don't know, it just says the trail. Yeah. Like, when you look it up, it goes, it is a four-mile trail. So I'm guessing it's, like, That's four miles there and back. Yeah. So, um, they obviously set off around, I'm guessing, not long after 10, 10.30, mm-hmm. um, after chatting to the couple. And then early that afternoon, um, some hikers that were sort of doing the trails, including the two that Mary and Susanna had talked to, heard what they thought was like thunder um but there was like no thunder clouds or anything like that in the area mm-hmm. um, but they did say they saw some like crows or something like scattering from a particular oh, area okay and then at about two thirty p.m um a hiker got back to the car park and called the emergency services um, mm-hmm. and informing them that on the trail about two miles from the car park, he'd come across the bodies of two women. Oh. So, on their way down as well, um, the couple, when they got to the car park, they also called emergency services because they didn't know this other hiker had. Oh. But on their way down from their sort of hike on their way back, because mm-hmm. it was sort of one path up and back. Yeah. Um, they also... They didn't know what they were seeing at first, and then it dawned oh, on them no, that it was they the two women that bodies. they'd spoken to that morning. Oh, gosh, I can't imagine that no. at all. Were they really visible, just, like, on the path? They'd or? been dragged a little way off of the mm. path, but they, they hadn't, hadn't been, been hidden. hidden. Oh, gosh. So there were reports around the time that they'd been posed to be, like, sat upright and, like, in a fetal position with their heads on their knees. Okay. Um, but the retired music teacher um, who had spoken to them that morning, mm-hmm. he in when he's sort of spoken about it, he's been adamant that they weren't staged like this. Oh, um, it also, yeah, as I said, mentioned that they'd been pulled a short distance off the trail, but not hidden. Okay. Um, kind of wonder why you'd pull them off the trail yeah, if you're not hiding exactly. them. Um, they also still had all their belongings, including their mobile phones and backpacks and everything. So it wasn't a robbery. It wasn't a robbery. Um, so why? I don't know. Just why? why? Like, robbing someone is not a reason either, but at least you can kind of say there's a motive, there's a motive there. behind it. Yeah. But- there just doesn't seem to have been one at all. Mm. Um, they were missing some of their clothing, but examinations also indicated that they hadn't been sexually assaulted either. So, so it's just like, yeah, why... Trying to figure out why someone on. did it. Is... Yeah. Mm. So after finding the bodies of Mary and Susanna, the hikers hiked back down to the car park. I can't imagine, Mm-mm. like, finding that to... and then having to go a couple of... That's sort of going to take you about half an hour or yeah, so. Yeah, that's what they said. To get down about, before you can rip. Yeah, 30 minutes. Mm. Um, they said they were held 
like tight onto their ice axes the whole mm, way. Yeah, because you don't know if the person exactly, still there. and because it's one way up and the same way down. To them, they were Shit. just like, are we going to come across the killer? I hadn't even thought of that up yeah. until now. Because I didn't know, if, are they behind them? Are they mm. ahead of them? Are they still around? Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hell. So they said it was the hardest, like, mentally hike back down to the car park mm-hmm. ever. Depressingly, while all this was going on as well, um, David, so obviously Mary's husband and Susanna's dad... Um, he was at work completely unaware of what was going on. Oh. So he worked as a home renovator, mm-hmm. which, again, is just like, if it was Israel Keys, he also did home renovations. Oh, yeah, he did. A horrible, horrible yeah. connection, if it was. Yeah. So he got home around 5.30pm. So obviously he was expecting to see Mary there because she'd said, I'll be home mm. about 4.30 yeah. is what she was aiming for. But when he pulled up um, and went into the house, it was obvious that Mary wasn't home. Oh. But David said he wasn't particularly worried. Mm-hmm. Um, he assumed that either the hike had just taken longer than planned yeah. or Mary and Susanna decided to stop off somewhere else before coming yeah. home. See, this worries me sometimes about, like, with Troy and that. Yeah. I am always, like, out and about with the dogs or have gone to siesta yeah. or have stopped, just nipped to the shops. And so, I don't know, sometimes I do say to him, like, if I didn't come home, like, how long would it take for you to... Ring. Like, yeah, because I think it could really easily be a long time. Because yeah. sometimes I take Odin out and if it's, like, a nice evening or I just feel like it, I could be gone, like, an hour and a half, couple of yeah. hours. And he could get home and think, like, well, she's not back, but maybe she left just before I got yeah. home. Or It freaks me out. I think like, it would be mm. a lot more noticeable with me and Josh because mm. we've got so much going on and so many times we have to be as certain yeah. things. It would just be like... Yeah, I guess that would be the difference if it wasn't just a free evening. Which yeah, <laughs> if it's like, you're missing cooks all. It'd yeah. be like, hang on, what's wrong? Yeah, <laughs> definitely one time when I ended up not managing to get to class until the third class. Yeah. Where normally I would be there for, like, the first one. Yeah. Definitely when I walked in, you could kind of see he was like, okay, they've turned up. Like, (laughs) I was worried about why they were not here. Yeah. So, because obviously he was already in class, so he couldn't just... No, just go and leave. Yeah. So, whereas I think I would worry instantly a lot quicker than he would but yeah Yeah, anxiety yeah (laughs) he's a lot more like of a routine kind of person yeah because of like my anxiety and all sorts of random stuff i tend to i think i'm actually quite a spontaneous person (laughs) yeah (laughs) even though i don't like spontaneity (laughs) that's just ridiculous yeah uh but yeah back to yeah sorry i'm rambling you're not interested in me back to the case (laughs) He wasn't worried. Um, mm. I'm guessing it wasn't particularly out of the ordinary yeah. for Mary or him. Well, yeah, and if you've gone hiking in the mountains, you think... You can't give a... Like, that hour can easily be an hour either side. Yeah, you saw a trail that you thought, oh, that looks interesting. Yeah. Or you... Like... Like, your boot lace broke and it's taken you longer to walk back to the car. Yeah. Or the, yeah, there's like, so many reasons. And David had plans that evening as well, uh, so I think... There's also that 
if Mary knows that he's got plans, it's quite possible, okay, well, she's with our daughter, maybe they've stopped for dinner. Or... Yeah, they just thought, what's the point in getting home yeah, early? Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, David, as I said, he did have plans. He was keeping himself, like, really active and busy at that point mm-hmm. in time. He was training for a 200-mile bike ride from Seattle to Portland. Okay, that's a long bike ride. What, like, in one go? Yeah, like, me and Josh, we've got a couple of friends Holy who crap. do bike rides of that sort of length Mm -hmm. and like the training that goes into it like is absolutely insane the stamina you must have i don't know how they do it like they did chase the sun a while ago which is where you're going from whichever way you're going a certain way Mm -hmm. either north or south i can't remember which way or east to west or something but you're trying to get to your destination which is like 250 miles so you start Mm -hmm. when the sun rises and you Mm -hmm. try and get there before it sets. it must be east to west then because it rises in the east and sets in the west my god but it's insane so (laughs) okay then he was yeah to keep up his training he had mm-hmm. arranged to go on a bike ride that evening with a friend mm-hmm. which maybe the friend's as insane as him yeah. I would not go on a bike ride with a friend that did that level of biking <laughs> you just feel so bad about yourself exactly. <laughs> um, and then once he'd finished his bike ride mm-hmm. he headed so yeah once he'd finished the bike ride he went and grabbed dinner straight away with the friend which, okay. again like from watching our friends do it as soon as they stop riding that's it they need to eat yeah because you've <laughs> depleted your body exactly. so much so he then after all of that he headed back home and got home about 8 30 p.m mm-hmm. and he noticed that the house was still empty and he started to like just get really worried at this yeah, point yeah you would be so this was like really out of character for mary so at this point he tries to ring her but it just went to voicemail mm. which I cannot deal with that I hate no. when the phone goes straight to voicemail mm-hmm. and even when Josh then, like answers I'm just like I'm really worried because it's just gone straight to voicemail yeah. so, like it instantly triggers God. anxiety same so obviously David started to get like really worried about what had happened to his wife and mm. daughter yeah um, so he then rings the police because mm-hmm. he's just like no something's up she's yeah. not answering she normally what time would answer. did you say it was 8 30 yeah so four hours after she said mm-hmm. that she would be home yeah like, it is really hard i think as well because he knows like it's so out of character yeah. for her as well and you'd be thinking they've gone to the mountains like yeah just they could have had an accident yeah which is i guess exactly that's more what he was thinking yeah you was wouldn't just like be... have they gotten lost or is one of them hurt mm. Um, so he does, he rings the police, um, he speaks to the dispatcher, who tells David that he'll, like, he'll check with the emergency services at Mount Pilchuck, because mm-hmm. he still thought that they were going to the Mount Pilchuck trail. Oh, God, shit, so he doesn't even know where they, he no. doesn't know where they were. No. So, uh, yeah, the dispatcher says he'll check that at the Mount Pilchuck National Park, see if they've got any information, oh. and then just ring him. No, and then they're going to be like, well, there's no car there or anything. So, yeah, David said that at the time he just got this, like, feeling that they weren't going to let him know. Okay, that's horrible. Yeah. So he he tries to wait. He waits around without hearing any news. What um, the fuck? And while waiting, he's continuing to just try and ring Mary and Suzanne's oh, phone, like, over oh and over God. again. But both of them just keep going to voicemail, mm. which... It's heartbreaking because, obviously, from what we know, they had their phones 
on them and just mm-hmm. the thought of them lying there with the phones like ringing. that with just the phones ringing yeah Oh, God. Um, and obviously at this point they had been reported mm. by the hikers that they were missing emergency services had been there so emergency services just not answering these ringing phones because that maybe they're not allowed to know. but that seems really shitty yeah or maybe yeah they must have been there by then yeah but also they should be connecting the dots surely like here's a man reporting his wife and daughter missing yeah. we've had two women found dead on a mountain like part of me always thinks if I got in an accident or if Josh got in an accident or something mm. and they were emergency services were there yeah and we were ringing the phones like I always just assume that they'd answer and be like yeah, there'd been same. an accident I usually think that that kind of always makes me feel a bit better yeah but <laughs> no one's answering it so they, they can't yeah be, yeah but yeah it's just, know. It's maybe if it's a crime scene they just couldn't pick them up and stuff like that maybe. just having to stay but i always think mm. don't they check on the phones for like emergency contacts to let them know yeah it must be different for like a crime scene maybe. but that seems horrible like mm. you still want to let people know as soon as possible yeah Anyway. Oh, that's so, so sad. Really and just is. eerie. Mm. Yeah. That's the right word. Yeah, eerie. Just, oh. Mm. So, David keeps on trying to do this, and he's, the longer they're not picking up, and it's still going straight to voicemail, the mm. more worried and frustrated he's getting, because obviously it's like, well, they, even if there's somewhere without signal, it's now been half yeah. an hour. It's now been an hour. It's been, mm-hmm. they and should be somewhere. I can't believe the emergency services haven't rung him back. No. So it gets to 9.30. Oh, my God. So an hour and a half after speaking to them. And he's just at home by himself. Yeah. And they still haven't rung him. So Dave said he just couldn't wait around any longer, just sitting there and feeling like he was doing nothing. Mm. So he decides that he's actually going to go out and look for Mary and Susanna himself. Does he have his own car then? Yeah, he's got his own car. Oh, that's lucky. God. So... Knowing that there was likely still going to be snow at the hiking trails, and especially now it's getting night time and the temperature's dropping. Oh, God, yeah, he's going into the mountains with it getting dark. Yeah. Shit. He grabs his backpacks and supplies and an ice axe himself, and he'd just thrown them into his truck mm-hmm. when detectives from the Snomhomish? 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 Yeah, Snomhomish. Um county sheriff office they turned into his drive and like his heart just sank because oh, that's you know. never gonna be yeah. good you know that's not like the no. news you want um mm. so yeah detectives got out and they confirmed david's worst fears um they'd found mary and Susanna dead on pinnacle lake trail which is said david didn't even know that they were hiking on that no. trail um, so then you'd be thinking, how did they get? How yeah, did they end up there? Exactly. Mm. Um, and they initially told him that his wife and daughter might have been the victims of an animal attack, what? but that they hadn't confirmed the cause of death. Yet. Surely you'd be able to determine whether rule out animal attack or yeah, not. That must be quite like a kind of distinctive well, attack, especially because later it obviously turns out that Mary and Susanna had been shot in the head by a small caliber handgun, mm. like. You would see, if you'd been shot in the head, you would see that someone's been shot in the bloody head. You'd think so, yeah. Like, that looks very different Mm. from an animal attack. Yeah, because you'd at least be able to look at them and say, well, they've not been, like, savage. Yeah. (sighs) But I wonder, 
because there's reports that are like initially the cause of death wasn't apparent they just weren't sure what happened at all until they mm-hmm. got into medical examiners yeah whether if they were shot under the hair yeah whether that hid where the entry and exit wounded the well, yeah or if something. they had long hair or something it could hide it quite yeah. easily but you'd still i don't know i don't see how you could because that's quite a clean yeah. method of killing. Exactly. Which is very different to an animal attack, regardless. Yeah. So whether they're just like, well, it's an animal attack because mm. we've not seen anything or maybe else. They, yeah, maybe there was just a lot of blood confusing the yeah. scene. Mm. Um, so David also noticed um, that while the detectives there were talking to him, mm-hmm. they then also checked his truck where, of course... Oh, yeah, he's got all the stuff. the axe and the supplies, and they yeah. were checking his... Oh, for fuck's sake. Do you know what an odometer is? An odometer. Is that something for measuring the weather? No, it's actually the mileage thingy. That's its oh. official name. Oh. It's, it's odometer. I think I'm thinking of, like, an anometer or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, oh, that's the mileage. Yeah. Huh, I just... just like, huh, I'd never knew it had an official no. name. It's just the mileage to me. But yeah, so obviously he's just got all those bloody mm-hmm. supplies in his car. And like an ice and, axe. And obviously he's out there like he's just possibly coming home. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, so detectives did warn hikers to be wary on the trails mm. of Mount Pilchuck National Park and yeah. Mount Baker. Okay. Um, just in case the attack was the work of a random stranger. Yeah. Um, But... They didn't think it was. But they now looking at David. They were now looking at David. Oh, but he's got alibis as well. He was at work and then yeah. he went out with his friend. Yeah. So it can't have been him. They, David became their main suspect, which, oh, okay, f- yes, you need to look at and rule out the spouse. Yeah. But, but they also seem to get really blinkered into mm-hmm. that, I think, because of first impressions yeah. of looking in his truck and they're just like, well, this is one guilty motherfucker. Yeah. I cannot imagine the pain of losing your wife and daughter and then being treated as a suspect. Yeah. And to be going through all of that and all the interrogations and knowing you are wasting time. Exactly. And David just seemed to be really understanding about it. He said, of course they need to check me. Yeah. Does like nine not nine times out of ten i don't know the actual stats but there are a lot of times a significant amount of times where yeah it is the spouse Mm -hmm. um so he just tried to cooperate with the investigation hoping that the detectives would see he had nothing to do with it and that then they could focus on finding the real killer oh david i know my heart just goes out to him yeah um obviously as i said that didn't happen Mm. Um, David said he refused to give up, though. Like, he wasn't going to as well. He said he well, wasn't going to him. let his other two daughters feel like victims. Oh, God, yeah. So, three days after the murders, mm-hmm. um, he and his other two daughters went and hiked on a trail at Mount Baker, which isn't far from the Pinnacle Lake Trail. Oh, my God. Um, but because they did this, a lot of people, including the police, thought that this was highly suspicious. Right. Because the killer hasn't been caught yet, and now you're taking your other daughters out on a hike. It's not just that he maybe needs some emotional kind of They're healing. A family, and, yeah. that's what they did. They yeah. went out hiking. Getting into nature Getting is probably and... going to be, like, 
soothing. Yeah. And also... As much as it can be. Yeah. And as you said, he didn't want them to feel like that love of hiking or the outdoors had to be taken away from them. Yeah. With that sort of thing, if you want to hang on to not not losing that, it's a bit like... And I'm not... Yeah, I'm not in any way comparing those two things, but yeah, that sort of similar idea of you're going to need to go back out into hiking so that you don't fear it. Yeah. Mm. And as you say, like, that's probably where he felt closest to them. Yeah, especially with it being nearby. It's sort of, you can feel a little bit, yeah, closer to them. And Yeah. I I think it's people getting so blinkered by the way that they would be that mm. if someone's acting differently, then that's got to make them I hate when people who have not been through something... Or even if they've been through something comparable, it's still not that thing. You Sometimes can't... it can be worse when people have been through it because they're just oh, like, yeah. well, I didn't act like that. Yep, exactly. It's like, yeah, but now you're... It's like, bitch, we're different. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. you know, people are different people. Yeah. Like, you just cannot. No. No. You can't. So, to try and get rid of these sort of suspicions and fears, David also agreed to take polygraph tests, which, Aww. bless him, I would never take one. No. But, like, he's... Especially trying. not on a subject that is emotional to exactly. you. Because that's all it measures, is your emotional response. Yeah. So, he... Re- after doing that as well, the police said that they received hundreds of tips, um, but none of them led anywhere, which mm. David just couldn't believe. Did the um, couple that they'd talked to come forward? Yeah, they oh, spoke good. to the police as well. Um, it also, people came forward afterwards as well, saying that it was uh, someone that David and Mary knew. Mm-hmm. Their daughter, I believe, they'd been up at the trail the previous weekend. Okay. Um, and they said that when they were up there hiking there, they felt as though they were being watched and Ooh. got really freaked out and left. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah. God. Um, but yeah, so David just couldn't believe that there's all these tips and they're just not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he thought that the case would have been solved quickly and it just wasn't no and so he went around sticking posters up he talked to the people on the trails and nearby campsites one of their relatives sister-in-law cousin-in-law something like that they sent out postcards to all the like properties in that sort of zip code area okay yeah um to try and get information and people to you know phone in if they know anything um and that actually brought in some more tips as well oh wow um david said that one of the tips that came in um from these sort of postcards um and the reaching out to the community was that the murders may have been part of a motorcycle gang initiation what the fuck yeah which if that is your initiation to get in a group don't join the fucking group yeah no right you know let that be a simple rule of thumb Mm -hmm. you have to kill someone to be in this group no. Yeah, but that's just if that is the case, yeah. because this might not be related to Israel Key, is it? Exactly. That's just disgusting. Yeah. That's abhorrent. It really is. I I cannot imagine just being so callous with somebody else's life just because they're a stranger. Like I don't know a lot about the motorcycle gang culture in America. Like obviously no. everyone's heard of the Hell's Angels. Yeah. And I know that there's some motorcycle gangs that are feared, but it's just like. 
I don't know. Are they like actual gang gangs? Yeah, like gangsters. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be something that would be really interesting to look into because I don't don't actually know. Is this sort of a bit of, what's the word, sort of um, like prejudice towards Mm. people that don't necessarily deserve it or is there a reason that there's prejudice to motorcycle mm, gangs? Is it indicative of how a lot of them operate? Exactly. Or is it, yeah, is it that sort of fear mongering because they're... They're Different different lifestyle. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know enough on it at all to to cast any kind of judgment. Yeah, that would be really interesting to look into. An interesting thing to do. Do a bonus episode or something. So, David obviously got this and then he went and hiked the trail with detectives when they went and hiked it as well. Oh, that must be heartbreaking. Um, He just said he wanted, he was so desperate to stop his wife and daughter's killer from being free to kill again. Yeah. Um, But like the detectives, he just didn't seem to have any luck. No. Just nothing went anywhere. Mm. And so like that, years went by and the case went cold. Oh, no. Um, Then... In 2018, so what, 12 years now after the attack. Just four years ago, gosh. Yeah. Detectives, you're not going to like this because it's really shitty. Mm. They told David that they wouldn't do any more work on the case unless he took a third polygraph test. I thought this was going to be a positive update, not just, okay, they're being shit. They're like, yeah, no, you know that you want your wife and daughter's killer found. Yeah, no, we're not actually going to put any more work into it unless you do another polygraph test. That's disgusting. You can't give that kind of ultimatum. They they should be investigating it because that's the fucking right thing to do. That's what their job is. They're just like, look, mate, you passed the other ones. I think one came back inconclusive, but then he passed the second one. Um, but they're like, look, we still think it's you because we've got no better leads, so, you know. They just wanted it to be him. Yeah. That's vile. They wanted to be able to close it. That is vile to be, like, using his grief to yeah. actually say, we're not going to investigate this murder that has been committed exactly. regardless. Like, so, David was beyond frustrated at this point, but mm. he still agreed to take no, it. Oh, I'm really worried it's going to come back, like... No, he passed it. Oh, thank God. Um, and they like were like, okay, yeah, you passed ah, it. Fuck oh, and, you, Yeah, no, Elise. obviously you've got your a- alibi that we've corroborated yeah, as well. Because he was fucking cycling with his friends. Yeah. And if it takes you an hour to go down that rutted track and an hour back mm-hmm. and everything like this, how is he going to have done that when exactly. he's cycling for like most of the evening? So it was only at this point, 12 years later, mm-hmm. that David was finally cleared as a person of That's interest. Absolutely. That's trash. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's had 12 years of grief and being under the microscope and being mm-hmm. suspected. Mm. And finally, they were just like, oh, you know what? Guess you didn't do it. Sorry yeah. about that. Soz. Oh, wow. I suppose we will investigate this murder that occurred Yeah. Then. But that was it. There were no. no new leads. And so after they finally were like, yeah, no, you didn't do it, they passed the case over to the cold case detectives. Oh, no. So they still didn't do any more fucking work on it anyway. They were like, okay, we'll file this bit of paperwork if you Like, wow. So David and his other two daughters were just left not knowing who killed their mother, wife, daughter and sister. Um, David said that even now his wife is still his best friend oh my god and the, the saddest thing about the whole thing is that Susanna never got to give the world everything that she had to offer oh my god that's gonna make me cry yeah oh it gets worse oh 
Like in a like, it's so sweet what they have to say about yeah. them, but it's bittersweet. Yeah, that's because so again, tragic. as we said before, we shouldn't be knowing this about them. No, they should be off living their life with their friends and loved ones, yeah. knowing these are their qualities, and mm. we are none the wiser. None of us should have a clue who they are. Yeah. So at their funeral, um, David told of how every Sunday he'd ride his bike while Mary went for a jog, and then they'd meet up at their favourite coffee shop afterwards, where they'd just chat and be together and have some them time. Oh my god, Um, that's making me cry. I I was fine. I don't know why I've taken your hint of putting in more stuff about them. Yep. Um, This is why I always end up in floods of tears. (laughs) Susanna's roommate uh, bittersweetly mused on how Susanna couldn't reach... Um, bits in their house that they shared together. <laughs> oh, God, was but she short? Sh- yeah, she was petite. <laughs> oh, um, just like you. Yeah, but <laughs> she could hike all the tall peaks with no difficulty. Oh, that is such a nice thing. Like, oh, what a yeah. way to look at it. Um, David mentioned how Alyssa and Joanna reminded him of all the wonderful countless good things that there are to remember oh. instead of this awful abrupt end to that. Oh, God. Yeah, because, like, their family is... They're still a family. Yeah. That like, how do you kind of rebuild Build your family yeah. without two of you there? Mm-hmm. Um, and Susanna's boyfriend at the funeral, um, he remembered how on their first date they went to a book sale before <laughs> then spending the rest of the time in nature, which was Susanna's oh, favourite place that's to be. Lovely. Um, oh my god! So after the funeral. Um, Mary and Susanna's ashes were spread on Mount Kilimanjaro and wow. in Nepal. They were spread in the Colorado River in the Grand Canyon, in the ocean, and oh. also in the garden of the family home. Oh, wow. Um, David spent all his time out in nature, and mm-hmm. um, he said where he felt closest to them. Oh. Um, that's just, that was it. Like, yeah. He'd always been into sort of fitness and the outdoors mm. and that, but since then, like, that's wow. where he yeah. wanted to be. Oh, um, he run marathons and he'd also run across the Grand Canyon, like the floor of it, yeah. twice. Wow. Oh my um, gosh. Because I'm going there, obviously, next year. Yeah. And I cannot imagine doing that. No, he did it twice. Jesus. Um, he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro wow. to obviously spread oh my some God. of their ashes he up there. He actually climbed it. And yeah. to, wow. Um, and then he also did long distance bike rides, one of them taking 21 days. So you can see that's just where he yeah he's poured himself himself into yeah um and then yeah as time passes the mystery of the case just seems less and less likely to be solved. I hate that this is not solved. Um, in 2012, when obviously Israel Keys was arrested, um, there was the hope that these murders might have been able to be connected to him. Um. Mm. And sort of David was thinking, okay, well maybe this is sort of the final answer. Um, but one of the, because obviously one of the tales that the FBI said, um, in case you haven't listened to the Israel Keys episode, <laughs> just to recap, um, was that Israel Keys' mobile phone would go dark when he was committing his murders and bank robberies and other crimes. Yeah. Um, and then on the day of uh, Mary and Susanna's murder, uh, Israel Keys' phone had gone black between one forty-eight and 4.41pm. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that now. And he was in the vicinity of Pinnacle Lake Trail. Oh. Um, See, it feels like it could be him then. Yeah. He told investigators that he killed two individuals more than once. 
um, and that he had kill caches in various states containing everything he needed from guns to money to even chemicals for the disposal. Yeah, that's the thing though, like the sort of aftermath isn't really, like he but he, he didn't tend to just kill people and that be like, he literally shot them and goes. He, he? Ex- if he's to be believed, mm-hmm. he experimented with ways of killing people and like, obviously some he wanted to never be found. Mm-hmm. Other ones he wanted to see if he could get away of staging it as an accident. Oh, so he like mixed it up deliberately. Yeah. yeah. So mm. did he want to see if he could get away with it looking like a gang initiation? Yeah. Like, was that part of the thriller for him? Yeah, it just being a different... Different ways of yeah. doing it, and can oh. I get away if... Will it be believed if I stage it like this? Yeah. That that's what they then run mm. with. And obviously, we know how good he was. And obviously, they got no evidence from exactly. that crime scene, which, which is such unusual. a Israel thing, mm-hmm. is that complete lack of any leads. Yeah. And whoever killed them... It's one trail up and down. There's then a six-mile track to drive back down, which takes an hour if you're driving. Yeah. Like, it's... Someone must have seen him. And Israel Keys didn't stand out. No, he was a very, like, normal-looking person. Yeah. Mm. So... It's frustrating because the FBI have stated that they believe it's highly unlikely that Keyes was responsible for the murders of Mary and Susanna. They've never elaborated why. And I put there in my notes that to me, I'm so dubious of the fact that it isn't him. Mm. To me, it fits his MO. Where was he then when his phone went dark and he was around that area? Yeah, exactly. What was he doing then? Such a specific tell. Yeah. The, yeah. Was there something else in that area that they've then linked him to? But yeah. that's not been yeah, released. Yeah, because that's the thing. It sort of makes me feel like they must have something they that they're not releasing. But they are saying that it wasn't him. No, they're saying they just don't think it was. So, yeah. mm. I mean, to me, it seems so... Like, there's that almost gut feeling that mm. this makes sense. But I know yeah. we don't have all the... No, sort of information the that there is and all the facts there. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, that's all we know. Oh, David's God. still trying to keep the case alive. Oh. Um, he goes out still and hands out flyers. Oh, bless him. Um, his most recent tip is that a man called Aaron, who lives near Granite Falls, knows what's happened. Okay. And David just holds out hope that he'll be able to get in contact with Aaron. Mm. Um, he's just desperate that any lead could actually lead closer to catching the killer. Yeah. Um, as I said, it's now in the hands of the cold case team. Mm-hmm. Um, and the detectives of that team have said they feel it will only be solved if someone who knows something actually comes forwards. Oh. Um, they do have an active tip line, um, which I'll link. Um, just oh, in case someone cool. does know something. Mm. Um, but, yeah, as of last year, Dave, so in 2021, mm-hmm. David actually said he hasn't heard anything from detectives for over two years wow. now, which is since 2019. Gosh. So, basically, they cleared him of and being a person of interest and they've just dropped him. Mm. It's oh, With the cold case team, there's nothing more we can do is their sort of yeah. attitude and that's that. Yeah. Oh. So I just wanted to leave with um, David's sort of 
last words about it, um, which is, quote, the case is not solved. It's that simple. That's a failure. I just need them to do their jobs, which is just oh, heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. That just, the simplicity of that statement, I think, just points to how much pain, pain there is. is there. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, oh. what more can I say about it? It's yeah. not solved. It's And, and a, he feels like he's been let down. Yeah, they've yeah. failed him. They've, mm. I think more hurtful, they've failed Susanna and Mary. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, they've failed their other two daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, God. that is sadly the murder of Mary and Susanna. Yeah, gosh. Um, I... I'm getting married in two months and I've been really trying hard to be like I need to not bite my nails and I have bitten my like little finger nail yeah right the way down through this so I'm gonna have to start again now I do that horrible thing where I bite like the sides of my like fingers mm, yeah just like, so that just oh that's just horrible yeah so tragic yeah uh, yeah, Just, um, yeah. Keep doing unsolved, depressing ones. Yeah, you do. Yeah, so, but yeah, go do something nice now, guys. Go do something to cheer yourselves yeah. up. I think, as we say after a lot of our episodes, please go and practice self care. Yes, and I don't know, maybe have a think, like think about Susanna and Mary, and go for a walk or a hike if you can. And yeah. Just yeah, I think go a, out in nature and. Yeah, do something that's remembering them in a way that they would have wanted. Yeah, I imagine that you will be thinking of them when you are at the Grand Canyon. Yeah, then. I'll be thinking of David, thinking like, how the fuck did <laughs> yeah. he run this twice? Exactly. Like, wow. <laughs> Whilst I'm there just like sweaty and like, it's too hot, it's too high. It's the one thing that I hope is never taken away from me. I love the nature yeah. and outdoors and hiking mm-hmm. and to that- feel that, you can't go out and do that. Yeah, that's where I think this case has really struck a chord because that's my safe place and my escape as well. Like, I so get David's reaction and their sort of love of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what they love doing. That's sadly where they spent the last of their time on this earth. So what closer way can you be with them yeah. to be out doing that? Exactly. Wow. But no, thoughts are with David and hopefully yeah. and, you know, the two daughters. Yeah. And hopefully one day they get some answers. Definitely. Like if someone knows something Even and you're you not think saying, you know something. Yeah. then you should have a look at yourself because, like, oh, mm. I, I couldn't... If yeah. that was me, I couldn't live with that. No. Don't hold back on information just because you don't. I think get it some might people are scared enough. and worried about what happens and so on, but mm. it's just ah, uh, it's just heartbreaking that someone knows something. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Go as you say. Go practice self care, and we will talk to you yeah, next, next week. week. Bye, Bye, guys. Ah, oh, you've been listening to the, the Weird, Weird Sisters. Sisters. Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, hopefully you're enjoying it and will give us a like, a share and yeah. Yeah, a review, tell your friends. Tell please, your... please, please. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to help us out. Um, and if you do want to get in contact with us, you can reach us at the Weird Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. That is weird with a Y, as we have said before. <laughs> W-Y-R-D. Why, you ask? 
We don't know. <laughs> you should because you are an English master. Yes. Um, <laughs> you can also get us at Facebook, which is at the Weird Sisters Podcast. Again, W Y R D. <laughs> and Instagram as well, which is surprisingly the Weird Sisters Podcast. Yeah. W Y R D also. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, we would love to hear from you. Any sort of suggestions, comments? Just want to chat with yeah. you. Awesome. Hope to hear from you soon, guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye.